Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast. I'm Dave Falcone. I'm the executive pastor here at Hope Church, and I'm excited to be hosting today. Joining me are two of my friends, Rob Finnegan and Dennis Kessler. Today, I have the privilege of hosting because we're talking about one of my favorite things here at Hope, and that's community. So welcome, Rob. Welcome, Dennis. Why don't you both take a minute, introduce yourselves, and tell us how you've gotten connected here at Hope. Hi, I'm Dennis Kessler. Um, I've been going to Hope for... Quite a while. Uh, I started when I was about 13 or 14 in like 1996 when we were over at the high school. So it's been a little while. Um, my family also goes here. My wife, Erin, and my son, Grayson, who's nine, and my daughter, Ansley, who's four. Um, by profession, I am a DBA, which is uh, in the IT realm. Um, we deal with a lot of uh, data on the back end of um, you know healthcare firms and um, a lot of financials and stuff like that. And um, Initially, I started coming to Hope and I connected through the youth group. Um, as I mentioned, I was in my teens. Um, so that was great having that, um, that community there. And then as I grew older, we played, we had the softball team, which I also um, met a lot of uh, the members that were already here that were a little bit older than myself, but who were still, you know, in contact with. Um, and then also uh, the fantasy football, which is, you know, we're going to be talking about later, um, which is a great avenue to, to make connections to. So, and the, the, one of the other things is um, tomorrow's hope as well. Um, the preschool here, which my kids have attended um, the staff is just great. So the community with that as well. Hi, uh, my name's uh, Rob Finnegan. I, uh, my wife is Janet. I have two adult sons, Ty and Chase, who uh, all attend. Uh, we've been coming since around 2015. Um, gotten involved with uh, fantasy football, golf, cornhole, horseshoes, uh, and then Mount Laurel. And we had the Mount Laurel campus. I helped out uh, over there. And what did you do as part of the Mount Laurel campus? How did you help out? Uh, well, Rick uh, roped me into driving. I saw my truck at a golf outing and said, uh, we need you. So <laughs> I ended up uh, uh, towing the trailer on Sundays, bringing it over, helping everybody set up and break down at the end of the day. Awesome. Uh, Rob, you mentioned uh, the Fantasy Football League. Dennis, you did as well. Uh, for those of you that uh, are listening and don't know what uh, the Fantasy Football League is, uh, to give you a quick insight, um, uh, for those of our listeners that aren't sure what Fantasy Football is, it is a game in which you, as a manager, create your own team of players from real players in the Na National Football League. You compete against other managers in your league. So usually uh, fantasy football leagues are made up of uh, friends or, or colleagues or people you know. So you compete against other managers in your league to score points based on the performance of your players in real NFL games. So uh, we started a Hope League back in 2014 with 20 guys. And then in 2016, which I believe was the first year both of you joined, uh, we changed our league format a little to accommodate more guys and still end with one, uh, one winner at the end of the year. Uh, we've had as many as 60 guys in one season playing together in our league. Uh, it's fun. It's exciting. Uh, fantasy football helps uh, connect uh, people on the outskirts of Hope's community because it's 
culturally relevant. It's fun. It's welcoming to someone who isn't heavily connected at hope. Uh, there is no faith requirement. There is no commitment to hope requirement. It really is just an opportunity to create some community uh, within uh, this uh, this hope setting. And um, and listeners, I have to share with you that you are you are listening, or as you are listening, you are in the presence of greatness uh, because uh, Dennis is our reigning, a current reigning champion. Uh, he won the uh, twenty. Dennis, you won the twenty twenty two season. Correct. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, in the past, uh, few years, it's been a little rough. I've gotten bumped out of the, the playoffs early a few times. Um, so it was good to finally sort of get over that hump there. So why, let me ask you, Dennis, as, as current reigning champion, why, why fantasy football, you know, what is it that you like about it? What are your favorite parts about it? Uh, in general, I just, I'm a fantasy football nerd regardless. Um, you know, I do a bunch of other leagues outside of this, but, um, you know, any excuse to do another, another fantasy league and I'm in. So, um, I think the beauty of it is, um, you know, a lot of the members here and, and the, the fantasy football league in general, um, staying connected is, is the biggest thing. You know, if you might miss somebody, you might not see them for a few weeks, but there's always fantasy football, you know, there's always trash talking and stuff like that. So you always uh, are able to connect and it's, and it's an easy way to connect with people. You know, it's, it's uh, sort of bridges the gap between, um, you know, church life here and, and also personal life too. So that's great. And I think the beauty of it is, as, as you touched on earlier is it's, it's easy to bring in, in anybody. Cause I think there's a lot of people who, who are involved in fantasy and maybe they're reluctant to maybe come to church, but you know, fantasy is an easy way to, to get people involved. So. Yeah. And it, it is a lot of fun. It is something that we have uh, done, uh, you know, as just sheer joy over the years, there's no real life impact to it, but it, it has uh, developed and created some friendships. Uh, Rob, I know you've been involved with it since 2016, and I'm sure you can share a lot of the same things Dennis said about why you do it. Um, but uh, let me ask you this, Rob, uh, what are some good stories or favorite memories that you have over the years uh, stemming from the fantasy football league? Uh, I got a, a couple, a uh, couple of fun times we had, uh, one well, is the first the first year when I went to the draft. I brought uh, hot wings with me, and you would have thought I brought caviar to to the event <laughs> with the reaction from everybody as hot wings. Although I guess hot wings are caviar to fantasy football, but um, yeah, it was just shocking. Everybody that jumped in and thought that was such a great thing. But uh, the other memory, which uh, Dave will can jump in on, is uh, my Le'Veon Bell story. Um, my son. Uh, one of the reasons I joined the Hope Fantasy Football was an opportunity to play in a league with both of my sons. And um, so that first draft, my older son, Ty, couldn't couldn't make it to the beginning of the draft. So he, he had set an auto pick and uh, selected Le'Veon Bell. And Le'Veon was actually uh, ended up holding out for the season because he got a franchise tag on him. And... Um, as a result, my son wasted his number two pick on a player that wasn't going to play. So for those of you that are, are listening and, and have no idea what Rob just said, uh, because you're not in the fantasy football realm, uh, just to give you an idea is you draft players. And um, and what's important about drafting players is in the first round, you're probably trying to draft the best players in the league who are going to score the most points for you. So if you uh, go ahead and draft someone who sits out a whole season, um, 
in, and you do that in the first round, that's going to have some major implications uh, to how poorly you're going to perform over the years. And, and, uh, and Rob, I remember when Ty uh, drafted Le'Veon Bell, who uh, had very publicly announced that he was not going to play that year. And it was all over the news. It was all over fantasy football media. And, uh, and still with the second overall pick, Tyler drafts Le'Veon Bell. And we will never let him forget that. <laughs> well, that's it. You know, as a dad, uh, you know, initially I felt bad for him, but then I saw, saw Dave and uh, how how he jumped right on that and uh, ended up uh, realizing that you know maybe I do belong here with uh, <laughs> with the level of uh, of trash talk. Yeah, well, and you know, it, it is uh, it, it's one of those things where you uh, when you find people that are similarly minded <laughs> and and have similar personalities. Uh, but I will say this, you know, that was the start of the friendship between Ty and I. Um, I remember after the draft was over, going home and and Rob texting your wife and saying, "Hey, um, can I have?" Tyler's uh, uh, phone number because I want to I want to just send him something and of course your your sweet wife was sure you know this is great the pastor wants to <laughs> text was, my son he was one year too late <laughs> on drafting him yeah. yeah so of course you know the, I'm sending him uh, you know articles about how Le'Veon Bell is not going to be playing that year and and we spent the better part of two or three hours that night texting back and forth and busting each other's chops and laughing and, and talking about other things but that was the start of it if something and just as simple oh, and dumb yeah. and well, fun. He, he ended up, he respects you a lot with your knowledge on <laughs> fantasy after the fact, but I know he still texts you for advice on all the leagues that he's in. Yeah. So, uh, so jumping back to the main theme of this podcast community, uh, let me ask you guys this, what does having community in your life matter to you? Uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, as a guy, as an older guy, uh, relatively, um, it's it, sometimes hard to make connections. Um, I think guys are reluctant to get outside of their comfort zones a lot. And so the fantasy football, I think gives, uh, gives people a chance to, to, you know, uh, find that fellowship. Um, and just for me, um, just the community knowing that they're always there to, to pray for me and to, you know, help out and support us and my family, um, whenever we need it, just, it's, instrumental for our, you know, our life. Uh, yeah, the same. I, I, it's, it's a way to give back the charity with all the different, uh, events that you get involved in. There, there's always a, uh, an organization or a charity that's behind that, that we're doing it as well as helping out in Mount Laurel and serving. And it's just an opportunity to, um, to give back. I've been very blessed in my life. And, uh, so it's a, it's a good, good way to, to return the favors. I think the big thing for me um, is, you know, you hear a lot about um, being the light in the world and um, this opportunity to volunteer and to help and to have this community just allows you to come full circle and to gives you an opportunity to, to involve yourself um, and to show that you're that light in the world and to, uh, to reflect God's love to, to others. So just having that opportunity, uh, you know, is, is a great thing. Uh, for me, you know, it provides new perspectives on life and it allows me to, um, you know, see, see different things as well as it keeps me grounded, keeps me humble. But uh, like I said, I, I am, uh, I'm very blessed in my life and, uh, you know, being involved in, in all the different events and, and with all the different people, it just, you know, it refocused me on, on what I'm really here for. 
So uh, Rob, let me follow that up with a question. You know, did it click right away for you or did it take some time? Well, I, I am not a religious guy and I followed my wife here, uh, Janet. She, she was a youth leader at our, our previous church. And when my sons aged out of youth, the, there was really not much youth left in the church. So she was kind of set afloat and didn't feel like she had a, a home. So when she was looking, she found hope. And I had not been involved a lot uh, with our previous church. And I felt I needed to step up and support her and and be with her. So I followed her to here. And uh, I really liked the format of, of the uh United Methodist churches and then, you know, Jeff and, and Rick are great orators and the way the, the lesson is, is presented in, in, uh, in modern day, uh, terms, it just really attracted me. And like, I've been to more services here than I think I've been to any church of my past. So it's, it's a great experience for me. Well, and it's been neat to see that progression of that for you, because I remember in the early years uh, when you and your wife would attend um, at the end of the service, uh, it was uh, it was it was funny to see Rob posted up by the front door <laughs> quietly and patiently standing there with your what six foot five frame, <laughs> uh, just waiting for your kind, sweet hearted, loving wife uh, to finish saying goodbye to everybody in the church community. Um, and for those of you that don't know Janet, um, uh, she is, uh, she is full of joy. And if you uh, spend any time with her, you can see that, uh, she will, uh, hug you and, uh, embrace you and pray for you. And, um, and I remember at the end of every service, uh, there's Rob waiting by the door and there's Janet saying hi to everybody on her way out. And, you know, for that 10 or 15 minutes, uh, as Rob uh, tried to kindly and patiently wait, um, seeing uh, Janet uh, make her way to the door. But uh, I remember it was not too long after that, the hot wings that you uh, brought to the draft. It was the first time that you and I met. Um, I happened to be walking through the lobby after church uh, one day, uh, one Sunday, and uh, I happened to have my Sixers hat on. And uh, from over in the corner of the room, I hear, you're a Sixers fan? Uh, looking around, I'm like, who? Who was that? And I see you standing by the door again, waiting patiently for your wife and with a big smirk on your fa- uh, face, like you're a Sixers fan. I was like, yeah, it was like, we live in the Philadelphia area. Of course I'm a Sixers fan. Ah, oh. and then we engaged in a five, a, you know, eight minute conversation or whatever until Janet finally made her way to the door. And, and, and it's been neat to see that now, uh, quite often, uh, Janet will be waiting by the door for you uh, to finish your conversations uh, with the friends that you have made over the I years. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> it's possible. But I do like uh, talking sports, and there's a lot of great sports fans here. <laughs> so, But I think we have that Sixers conversation every Sunday I'm here. Yeah, and the conversations right now probably aren't no, as We're still yes. having the same Sixers conversations <laughs> yeah, yeah. you had six yes. years ago. <laughs> So let me ask you uh, both this. Uh, what What is something that you would share with someone new who is looking for what you found here at Hope? Uh, I would say f- to try new things, uh, do things that make you uncomfortable, get out of your comfort zone, um, which that's for me. I, I'm not a, uh, I'm a behind the scenes guy. I'm not one that's, that's on the front. But uh, for me, it was is meeting the different people here, getting involved in the different events, helping set up, helping break down, and uh, it always ends up being a fun day. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just not being afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. I mean, there's so many wonderful people here who are, you know, willing to lend a hand and, and to, to reach out to you. And um, I think just, um, I think the biggest thing is just not being afraid. Just, uh, you know, always finding, uh, try to find somewhere to volunteer, I think is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really le- leads to a, to a lot of really good fellowship and, um, and community. So I think just, just stepping outside of your comfort zone and, and just volunteer. Yeah. And I think there's, uh, uh, plenty of ways to volunteer, uh, here at hope. So if you're looking to do so, um, there are opportunities for you to volunteer, uh, behind the scenes, like Rob, uh, setting up chairs and breaking things down because he doesn't like to be out in, in the front. Uh, and, and uh, there are plenty of ways to volunteer like Dennis does. Uh, uh, one thing we didn't mention is, uh, Dennis is on a team of people that coordinates our annual golf tournament. Uh, and so, you know, I know Dennis, you're always looking for volunteers to help out with that event. Um, and, uh, and we, there's plenty of other things going on here at hope. Uh, so if you're looking to volunteer, if you're looking to be a part of a community, uh, of other like-minded people, uh, there, there's probably somebody here that is, that is like you and we'd love to help you, uh, get connected to them. So if you are interested in, uh, being a part of something like our fantasy football league, um, you can get more information, uh, for that. You can sign up, uh, for that all at meethope.org slash football, um, uh, for those of you that are interested in that, the draft will be Wednesday, September 6th. Uh, that'll be done in person or online, whichever uh, you prefer. Uh, if you're interested in being a part of the golf tournament, uh, you can talk to Dennis or myself. Uh, you can participate as a golfer, as a sponsor, as a volunteer. Uh, there's more information at meethope.org slash golf. Um, we'll include some links in our show notes, uh, like how to join both the Fantasy Football League or be involved in the golf tournament, or if you're looking to volunteer or, or find uh, more ways to be a part of this community, uh, at hope. Um, our goal at hope is that there are places for everyone, which means if you are listening, there is a place for you here at hope. Uh, so we want, uh, places for everyone to take a next step and find community. So if you're looking, I'd love to help you. You can reach out to me at davidmeethope.org or talk to me when you see me. If you want to catch me on a Sunday morning or I am in the building here at Hope uh, quite often uh, since I work here. Um, but uh, we hope that this has been beneficial to you and and has been inspiring and uplifting. Uh, but that's all we have for today. So I want to thank Rob. I want to thank Dennis uh, for both of you being here. I really appreciate it. And for all of our listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week. Thanks for being a part of the Hope community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at meethope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.